Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. Brought to you by Breeden RV Center. Breeden RV Center. Family owned and operated. A no pressure laid back atmosphere and always home of the free maintenance for life. The other news literally breaking as we hit the air is that the NFL has filed its appeal into the Sean Watson suspension, and Roger Goodell will determine oh, who will hear the appeal. Okay. So um, they are not happy with the six games. I mean, it's really – I mean, this is this is really one of those weird cases. And it's uncomfortable, but, I mean, and it's gross. But it seems like he got credit for not hitting these women. Congratulations. You did – what he did was horrible, but hey, you didn't hit him, so we'll only give you six, which is a bizarre line. That feels like where the line is, and it shouldn't be there. This should be what he, what has been alleged in court documents, in these transcripts or whatever, is sick. And the punishment does not fit the crime. The league obviously took the temperature of, Everybody over the last two days, and they're like, "Yeah, this isn't going to work for us, so we'll um, we'll appeal or we'll uh, we'll, we'll challenge this." So that's what's going to happen next, and we'll see if the NFL, the NFLPA, was happy with six. I read somewhere where Deshaun thought it was too many games. And here's the other problem about all this: if you know anything about psychology or whatever, he has never publicly admitted he has an issue, which means he's going to do this again. Because the first step to admitting you have a problem is admitting you have a problem. And he has shown no remorse at all for any of this. So, I mean, not even, a, not even like, not even to go to like a couple of like token like meetings to talk to somebody about this. He's shown, he thinks he's done nothing wrong ever. His and press, I'm telling his, you what I read, he has. His press conference was an unequivocal disaster. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, this is one of those situations you keep a low profile until you know until this is all done and settled. You know he's out there yesterday signing autographs. Just a bad luck. Yeah, yeah. It is. Uh, it's it's it, it's just all gross. It is. But they're going to. This is not over with the six games. 
So that's uh, that's where that stands here at this hour. That's just kind of happening right now. Didn't want to spend a whole lot of time on that, but I thought it might kind of break while we're here, and it has, and so we thought we'd let you know about it. All right. So uh, you can get in here. Uh, we've also got stuff. Uh, Pittman was speaking today uh, about the start of training camp, and we can get into that if you'd like. Maybe you've seen some of the quotes out there, 866-285-4005. We'll get into that. It feels like they're, it feels like they're having to manufacture negativity now. Like everybody loves Arkansas, mm-hmm. everywhere. So how do you still have that edge when everybody loves you and no one's saying anything bad about it? Well, you? there's nothing bad that's going to come out of training camp anywhere. I mean, right. You first thing you told me when you sat down today, uh, Mark Stoops. What did he say? Well, Mark Stoops said today the quintessential. Yeah, like uh, I'll describe it this way, and then I'll tell you what he said. He like there are certain things that happen in the calendar year where you just kind of like settle into your chair and you're like comfortable and like okay, we're back. Today, Mark Stoops said today was by far the best day one practice that we've ever had. Exhale. We're back. Yep. College football's yep. back. No, we're back. That's what the <laughs> post game and pre or the post practice, the pre pro. All of this stuff is all just orchestrated well, propaganda. It's all it, it's all well, it's there to do. We're the we're doing well. Look, what he hit all the buzzwords. We look like an SEC team. We're bigger this year. We're really happy with this player. This player looks great. He made a joke about you know his punter out kicking the covers. That's the only thing we're worried about. No, okay. Everything's hunky dory. Yep, it's great. Apparently, there are 129 Division One football programs, 131, whatever the number is. Uh, none of them are going to lose a game. That's what it seems That's like what, today. Yes. After you know, camps yes. have opened. Nobody's going to lose a game. That's right, exactly. And we are the summertime is on one side of the timeline is what you really are. On the other side of the timeline is what you think you are. And in the middle is where we are right now, talking season. And I've also got another another thing I, I thought about with all this stuff, where training camp is basically all of us playing the sounds-like game. Because hmm. nobody knows anything. So it's just, here's a quote. Well, sounds like this is going well. Well, well we, sounds we, like we this is great. We did a little bit about injuries. I mean, he did point out that Dominique Johnson's not quite ready to go. Uh, he he said, you know, he said that Dalton Wagner's not going to be able to take every rep at right tackle. So now we know Tyke's Crawford's been kicked out to the uh, to the right tackle spot. He's going to play there, and he's going to cross train at tight end. All right, cool. That was something that uh, that had been rumored, but now you've got an you've got it on on you know you've got it written down. It's official. It came from his mouth. Okay, so we learned a little bit today, but you're not going to hear a ton of things like, well, we're not doing this particular. Well, we're not doing that. that's that's later. But right now, everything's rosy. You're know, going to open up camp this week and get after it. And we know how, like the, the training camp, the training camp script is always the same way, where there'll be about ten days of positivity, and then it's time to tear everybody down and start over again. And the coaches will come in and after a scrimmage, oh, this was bad today. I mean, blah 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 blah. It's the same. It's the same every year. And so it really. If you can forecast out of a bunch of words how your team's going to be, you're far more talented than I am because I can't do it. But it is, we are in sounds like, if it's talking season, this is sounds like season because we don't get to see anything. We just go on what is said and say, well, it sounds like KJ had a good well, day. Yeah. Well, it sounds like this guy had a good your day. You're 30 days out. They start, you know, when they, when they kick this thing up, 
starting on uh, on on Friday. You're going to get about seven days of, man, they look great. Everybody's great. We're bigger, we're stronger, we're faster, athletic. Then you're going to get the teardown period, which is, okay, we got to work on this stuff. You'll get a week of that, and then you're in the game plan, and you're yeah. getting ready for Cincinnati. Yeah, and then, then you're you going to build them up again. Then you're not going to hear a thing. Because you got to have confidence right. going into a game, otherwise you have no chance. So, yeah, it's – So th- there's your, your, pre- your pre-camp script right there. That's how it goes. It's yes. going to be seven days of this is awesome, seven days of this is bad, seven <laughs> days of you're not going to hear anything, and then we're into game one. That's right. That's yep. how it's going to work. Yep. It's it's so comfortable. It's like, it's like an old shoe. It feels good. Feels yeah. good. Dustin asks, uh, has any coach ever come out and said, I'm disappointed in our first practice. We need to get better. Dustin, I will tell you, if you uh, grab your Hootens Arkansas football, yes, there is a coach out there that <laughs> does that. Yeah, there's a coach in the seven A. Yeah, yeah. The as far as college goes, the only people I could think of would be Spurrier or Leach that would say that. Yeah, now Spurrier Key would come out. Yeah, I wouldn't look very good today. Not, not good not, today. Not good today. <laughs> mm. Now nah, we're gonna be lucky to win one. That's right. Yeah, that that, may that have said Lou that Holtz before. would do that. That's right. Holtz was notorious for that stuff. Hey, we're not gonna win games right now. You know, we're a terrible football team. That's not his, that's not the way he sounded. That's how he sounds now, not how he sounded <laughs> when he was coach. It's how he sounded on College Football Live when he was uh, complimenting Tyler. Tyler Wilson, you're a fine player, you're a fine young man. I, I enjoy watching you play. I tell you, Reese. <laughs> All right. Thank you. <laughs> okay. That's what I like. I, that's, that's my limited Lou Holtz. That's I kinda, what I got for I, you. I kind of miss Lou. He's alive, you know. I, well, yeah, but he's down in Florida. Oh, okay. I haven't right. seen Lou in years. That's right. Well, well. Maybe guess, he'll visit sometime. I guess I, I guess I could go walk on his lawn and see if he'll come talk that's to right, me. That's right. You know my lawn, you man. <laughs> All right. It's got a little Walter Brennan in there. A little bit. A lot of things in there. That's a lot. That's right. There's, there's a lot to unpack with my limited Lou Holtz impression. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, and events with first market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, the National Football League, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code believe 50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. You have to recall on some of you about some things that we've just blurted out. Oh yeah, when we uh when we announced uh, the Chuck Barrett thing, everyone was talking about are we renting him? Yet yeah, they never forget, no, they believe never, me. They don't forget. I mean, that was 2 months ago. That's the true. pathway to 7 wins that's, was like 2 years. That was 2019. Ago. Yeah, that's right. Uh Rob points out that as soon as you get new glasses, I'll find the old ones. See, that's the thing. That's how it works. That's yep. not what I want to do. That's exactly how it works. Uh yes. today's sign that uh, that we are officially old. Yeah. Um I I don't know why, but I spent a lot of time today watching Bears preseason camp. Don't ask me why. I just did. So uh, I know that we uh, that Tommy is uh, Tommy TL. Uh, he is a big Bears fan. Our friend Joey, he's a big Bears yeah, fan. Fish City Group. Uh, they yeah. opened up practice with some goal line uh, offense, yeah. and uh, Justin Fields went under center. First play of the game, they proceeded to fumble it and then have a mad scramble, and the defense recovered. So the Bears clearly in midseason. Well, they fumbled on the goal line. Right. Yeah. Uh, Bears rookie uh, Jaquan Brisker, who is from uh, Penn State, uh, said he was surprised. When uh, they toured Soldier Field and how nice it was when he saw it in person just a couple of months ago because he said it doesn't look good on Madden. Mm. Dude, we're old. Doesn't look good on Madden. No, they're, they're, and we told you last week that the city of Chicago has three plans 
uh, for Soldier Field, and the Bears are like, nah, we're going to Arlington. Can, can they just sew together a few tarps and just like pull it over the top of uh, of Soldier Field during a, a bad weather game or something like that? Do we need to spend a billion dollars on this? I don't know. I don't. I'm just thinking out loud here, and it, it's not like the. Bears have. When's the last time we cared about them? Like 15 years ago? Uh, yes, pretty much. Okay. Uh, here's a text out of the 401. It's in Rhode Island. Whoa. Whoa. We've never been in Rhode what? Island. Wow. Okay. Providence? Uh, pro- no. That's all there is. No, it's Providence. Providence. The uh, Friars. Wondering when we'll hear the story that Zach got pulled over because they thought he was drunk, but they gave him a ticket for just being stupid and stubborn. Hmm. That's probably fair. Rhode Island. How about that? Okay, I've been to Rhode Island a couple times. Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. Look at uh, that. Text out the 501. It seems DQ has an attitude since Zach got back from vacation. Kind of strange. DQ has an attitude because she is going on vacation. That's correct. DQ's really kind of had an attitude since April 19th. <laughs> she turned not- 21, became an adult, and now it's just... Oh. That's not true. It's 100% true. She's finding her own. Yes, right she has right. found her voice. She That's is right. well... She has, yes. yes. She absolutely has. All right. Yeah. You will find them as soon as you replace those I know. glasses. And that's so that's why how I refuse. Work, that's how Earth works. That That is why I refuse to go get them because they're there somewhere. Right. They may be in that back room, that oh, storage it, room. Oh, yeah. I, I still think they were in the desk, that my old desk. I think they were Where in Where did the, that go? I have no idea. Well, we got to find that desk. They might be in there. Well, you'll remember we started, you, me, and Tommy started moving desks around, and we broke a bunch of them. We broke one, yeah. Two. Two. We broke two. Yeah. Yeah, boy, when they put those L-shaped desks together, they're meant to stay together for life. Because remember, I broke one at my house, too, moving it. So that is a lifetime appointment when you put those L-shaped desks together. Yeah, Dustin, with a great point. Bunch of rich people just willy-nilly suggesting I go buy $300 glasses. You can go to Walgreens down here for 5 bucks and get a pair. No, again, I've we've, I've told this story before. I have to search for glasses in the special fat head section because <laughs> my head is oversized. Okay. Okay, I don't have... I can't just go in and get some readers you know from Walmart. And I, I think you'll have to go to the eye doctor first. I tell you to what. get you, new glasses. No! You have to. I, yeah, I you got to get a new prescription every year. I am not. Them's the rules. Can I borrow yours? Is that illegal? I don't want you stretching out my glasses with your fat head. Come on. No, no, no. Just give me your prescription. No, you can't do that. That's not how that works. No. Never. So I think you should get those glasses that are like magnetized, that Mm -hmm. like snap together in the middle. Mm -hmm. And then when the rest of the day, you can just wear them down around your neck. Well, I I wouldn't need to do that. I mean, if they're magnetized, they just stick to the bolts in my neck. (laughs) Well, that's, yeah, that's that's true. Do you you think he should get the uh, the magnetized? I think... That would be funny. Okay. Well, that's what we're looking for. (laughs) We don't want these to perform. We want you to look funny. That's what we're looking for. Corian Springdale says that uh, Kinsey's hidden my glasses so I can't read her report cards. She denies. Corey knows this very well. He has very uh, solid knowledge of this situation. She has denied any knowledge of where the glasses went. Why don't you go? um, There's that commercial with that owl. Pecking the uh, the TV camera. Mm -hmm. Like, go, go get glasses from that thing. That seems like a reputable outfit you seen that commercial where there's the owl hitting the camera lens uh-huh okay yeah i'm getting What's a lot going? of texts right now about um you're you have to have a, a new prescription to get glasses you well, do every year i am not paying the money to go to an eye doctor when i have perfectly good glasses somewhere that i just simply cannot find <laughs> 
I like those glasses. They were nice. I have pictures of me at Christmas in them. So I lost them sometime around then. You know who may have taken it was my parents. They were eight here. months ago. Yeah. Wow. No. Yes, I didn't realize I was missing them till like March. Okay. Hmm. So there you have it. I can't find the company that has that owl in the commercial. Maybe that's a uh, eye insurance, and they're not actually mm-hmm. selling glasses there. I don't remember. Right. Uh, Jason brings up the owl eating the Tootsie Pop. That is not helpful in any way. Thank you, Jason. <laughs> very, very not, good. You guys are not helping me. Now we, uh-huh. now we. This is your drive home, powered yeah, by Mister yeah, Sparky, yeah. here on Ruskin and Zach. We did promise you that we would talk some football here, sure, and not Zach's uh, failing eyesight. Thank you. And we will talk some some football here. So uh, Pittman met with the uh, the crew. Uh, met with the uh, met with the press corps today. And we got a couple of nuggets out of there. Rocket Sanders, number one running back. Some sort of injury with Dominique Johnson. And what else did we... Uh, bigger, stronger, faster. They look like an SEC team. Some of the high points here, right? That's kind of right. what we took away. Is that mm-hmm. fair? All right. He said that they were concerned about the defensive line. Which we have said here for... Two years. For, for a very long time, yes. That's right. So... That was some of the uh, the notes today. We we did a lot of stuff yesterday. Oh, by the way, and more breaking news. Uh, Nick uh, Eric Musselman says Nick Smith has some sort of finger injury and may not play in Europe. So what? That's what it says right here. No, yeah. he's day to day. What aren't we all? Left index finger, the pointer. Well, it's not your shooting hand. It's a guide hand, though. You know. No, but it's not. You know, it's not your shooting hand. No. Going back to the doctor on Friday. The media got to watch uh, basketball practice today, again at the uh, the Smith Center, Eddie Sutton Court, and he was off to the side during practice today, and uh, he has uh, a finger that he hurt a couple days ago, and uh, Musselman says he may or may not play going to the doctor on Friday, and they'll make the decision then. So there's the another update on that. Well, Dustin has already proclaimed that the, the season is finished. It's time to cancel the Final Four parade because of a finger injury in August when the season doesn't even start till November. That's that's some sound logic right well, there. Well done. So what do you have for us on uh, Arkansas well, defensively? We spent a lot of time yesterday talking about the offense. Yeah, so it's did. only we, fair about, to go, about the running game. go to and, the other side today. I, was, I, I just happened to listen to a, an interview with uh, John Ridgway. Uh, he was interviewed on one of the, uh, on one of the Dallas stations, and, and it, it has become more and more apparent to me if Arkansas is truly going to go to this three-two-five alignment or a four-two-five or, or whatever the new three-two-six or the four-two-five, whatever the new alignment's going to be, they have to find someone as productive as John Ridgeway or Jonathan Marshall. They, I don't know that that guy exists on this particular roster. There's some candidates, but Ridgeway was Marshall was a disruptor. Yes, Ridgeway was just a large human being who was hard to get off his spot. And you you all, you you couldn't block him solo. You had to block him as a double team, and that's what that's part of what allowed Bumper Pool and Grant Morgan and Hayden uh, Henry to roam free because Ridgeway was eating so many different blocks. You know, we've talked about their inability to get pressure with just their down four. They don't have a natural pass rusher. Trey Williams was as close as they got last year, and after the Texas A and M game, he disappeared. I mean, teams really did a nice job on him and shut him down. 
So my question to you is this: Is if I mean we we think they have better athletes along the uh, the defensive line? Got the transfer out of uh, LSU, Landon Jackson, which, which is great. On paper, it looks good. If they can't get a pass rush, we're right back in that same situation where you're asking Odom to scheme up things against a really difficult schedule. And I can tell you right now, if that's going to be the case, when you go up to BYU, Jaron Hall will kill you. You have to get after him. I am I am not concerned. I have some questions. And then hearing Pittman today talk about defensive line being one of the issues, you know, one of the things that they're concerned about. I've said it once, I'll say it a thousand times. If you cannot generate pressure on the quarterback the way today's game is being played, you you are going to struggle defensively. You're pl- you're hoping to give up threes, not sevens. That is well, that's to me in modern college football, a three is almost as good as a turnover. Like a touchdown's the worst thing that happened. You get you give up three, you're you're it, with most modern college offenses like Arkansas has, that's a win. You know, turnovers and field goals are 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 where it's at defensively. That puts a because, lot. But but because the days, unless you're Georgia or Alabama, the days of having the defense that gives up nine points a game no, that's over. With. No, but but if you're giving up threes on you know threes and sevens on every other drive, you're putting a lot of pressure on your offense to keep pace because they know you know half the time you're going to give up points. I think there's enough. I, I I really feel like there's enough talent in the secondary. If you can get decent pressure up the middle, and and the easiest way against spread offenses now to generate pressure is up the middle. That's the quickest route to the quarterback. They get rid of the ball so fast. You've got to put you collapse the pocket, make the quarterback uncomfortable, play with his uh, with with the eyesight lanes, you know the passing lanes. If you can jam those up, and Ridgeway was great at it. You go back. You I watched a couple of games. I mean, you watch how many hands batted balls down, or you know rerouted receivers, or anything like that. You can. I, I think if you can if you can generate a pass rush with four, you're going to be fine. If they can't, I've got some concerns as to what they can do against teams that can really protect and can really throw it. So, Pittman said at media days they're better defensively. Last year, 23 points a game, uh, plus six in the turnover, which is not that's a team stat because it <laughs> factors in the offense as well. But 23 points a game. The year before that, the COVID year, uh, 35 points a game. Went three and seven. 23 points a game. I just, I, I like a lot of stuff over there, but with this many questions on that side of the ball, I can't imagine them giving up 20, 21 points a game. I yep. think it's going to go up. The schedule's also significantly more difficult this year. Right. So there's, the, there's yeah, no, I mean, there's the point no rental wins in here. So, so I, but, and that ultimately, like, you know, we can talk about any metric you want to talk about, havoc rate or whatever we all find on pro football focus, but ultimately we are keeping score. And if you don't have as many points as the opponent, you don't win. So that's kind of always been a important stat to me is points per mm-hmm. game, because I mean, that's how we're determining who wins these games. Well, so. There are two, like, two, maybe three truths in the passing game. One is if you get pressure on a quarterback, you're in his face his completion percentage goes down. Mm-hmm. If he's off his spot and moving, completion percentage goes down. Yeah. And Arkansas has not been able to do that consistently the last two years because they haven't had the talent. Now, this year, you may have the talent. I'm just not 100% sure if you can generate... I mean, look at what Alabama does. Alabama rushes four guys. One of them's Will Anderson. I'll give you that. But if you can get pressure with four and drop seven, you're in great shape. You can do a ton of things... Otherwise, if you have to rush six or rush five or six, 
You're simply playing to keep everything in front of you and tackling everything in front of you. And no. that's that's pr- that's playing for threes, not sevens. The but in in college football, the way the offenses are, I mean, if you look at Alabama, you know, the days of Alabama, 12 points a game defense, 13 points a game, that didn't happen in five years. Last year, they gave up 20 points a game. For that, in the COVID year, 19 points a game defensively. So I consider field goals and turnovers as victories for the defense because the worst thing that can happen is a touchdown. The field goal, you feel like if you give up three, I think Arkansas feels confident enough that we can go down and get seven because we've got K.J. Jefferson and we've got a line that can make some room for the running game. So I think that... I've, I feel like in modern college football, a field goal is a win for the defense. And, you know, uh, uh, Aaron from Clarksville is uh, thinks that sounds weird, but, I mean, it's a weird game. And it's not it's not 2005. Well, We're not lining up in the eye anymore. To, here, you to know? get to 30 points kicking threes, you'd have to have 10 scoring drives. And that's... Most people don't have what, 10 what, drives what, in a game. What right? was the stat we gave you, what, two weeks ago? When they score 30 points and won a game. When they, when, they, allow, when, they, when they allow, when they allow, points, 30, excuse me, yeah, when yeah. the when the opponent scores thirty, they haven't won a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they're like zero and ten. off to go dig that stat. So they got to be in the twenties. That's, that's yeah. the way it's got to so, be. So yeah. yeah, I mean, your point is is taken, but then again, you are putting a lot of pressure on your on your uh, offense to right. score every time they get the ball. Right, right. And field goal turnovers and punts, obviously, but a right. punt is kind of a turnover in a way. I mean, you're, you're giving okay. the ball over. Let, let me ask you this: I was having this discussion yesterday. Is do you think of KJ Jefferson as a game manager or a true offensive weapon? Hmm. I think KJ is a hybrid of both. I mean, the guy he completed sixty five percent of his passes. He so I mean, he can he was making some throws. Mm-hmm. He also is a weapon in the running game, but he is the game manager in that. He's never like rattled by any situation. He's calm. He's steady at the wheel, and he doesn't turn the ball. All right, over. let me let me let me rephrase it. Is he Stetson Bennett or is he Bryce Young? I think he's more Stetson Bennett. Okay, here's why. They're the best part of their game is the running game. All due respect to KJ Jefferson, the 65 percent completion percentage was 21 touchdowns, three interceptions. Takes care of the football. Throws the ball side to side a lot. You're through for 200 yards a game, and this is not this is not down the field, Bryce Young type stuff. They have to be able to run the football for KJ Jefferson to be to be as effective as he is in the passing game. I think he's more Stetson Bennett. He's yeah. just going to get him out of the wrong play, get him into the right play, manage the game, keep him out of trouble, yeah. and he'll make a play here and there. Bryce Young, on the other hand, is making plays on every single play because he has to. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've always thought that game manager was a was a a compliment. In a way, because we thought it was because you're not turning the ball over. Like well, no, no one's ever called a quarterback that if you turn the ball over a lot, they don't call you a game manager. They just say you suck. But if you just keep moving the chains and you don't have a, you don't you don't show off and and have 500 yards passing every game and six touchdowns and all that stuff, and you just keep the thing moving. I see. I see what you're saying. Um, it's kind of a compliment. Well, it's what, kind of a compliment. when you're driving a car, what's the what's the goal? Keep it out of the ditch. Yeah, that's, that's right. what KJ Jefferson does. He's yeah. a point guard. He's a distributor, yeah. and he can hit a shot every now and then just to you know to, to make it to make things right. Is yeah. he going to have to take on more of the offense this year? Absolutely, he is. Yeah, 
So we're already we're people are bristling when they people have heard the word K, the name KJ Jefferson, the term game manager, and people are bristling because sometimes we listen with our hearts and not our ears, and um, that's what's happening here on some of the uh, the text. Austin says you guys are silly. The offense is built for KJ. Georgia doesn't have an offense built around their quarterback. I can tell you with a thousand percent certainty, Kendall Brown's offense is not built for KJ Jefferson. Look at the quarterbacks he had at Baylor. He has adjusted what he does to KJ Jefferson. Look at what he did at Baylor. But isn't that building it for KJ Jefferson? That's building an offense for him. But Kendall Brown's offense is not built for KJ Jefferson. They've adapted to it. KJ is going to have to. I mean, I, I see what you're saying, but they're going to have to use him differently this year. You know, we had the argument about you know running, you know, running him more. Right. I, I think he's got to be more of a game manager. Get him out of the, you know, get him out of wrong place. Get him into right place. It's gonna be more of a mental game for him this year. They, they're going to run the football. I mean, Green and you know, if Dominique Johnson's ready to go in the opener, and I think they're going to need him in the opener. But, you know, somebody sent in well, a, a text about, you know, the size that Rocket Sanders had put on in the offseason. That's 220-pound hammer back. You need that. So the the Dominique Johnson, again, when you're in August and you're covering Razorback football, you have to play the sounds-like game. You hear something, and then you go, well, sounds like, sounds like um, Dominique Johnson is questionable for the opener. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, sounds like no timetable on anything. No, nothing really. But if you can absorb no. an injury anywhere, it's that group. Yeah, they're deep there. Right. You just got to keep them clean for the next four right. weeks when they're, you know, running into guys every ever so often. So that's an important thing to do there as well. But again, as we play the training camp, sounds like game. It sounds like this is um, this is not a great situation. Not like season ending, but there could be some lost time well, in terms of games here. I mean, it sounds like I'm, okay. If he's not ready for Cincinnati, fine. You'd love to have him for South Carolina. Yes, uh, Missouri State. You wouldn't need him for. So maybe you're targeting game four for him to come back. He gives him an extra month to get ready. Yeah. 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 He said, um, um, "What did he say here? I'm trying to find the quote here. Oh uh, well, we'll we'll get it later." Anyway, um, they're going to lean on Rocket Sanders, it looks like, mm-hmm. right out of the gates here. So that is how that is going to go with with things the way they are right now. And they should. He's their most dynamic back. Yeah, I think he's the one that's got that home run potential well, that everybody likes. He did say questionable for the season opener, is what he said mm-hmm. today. So just to kind of underscore that. Um. He is ahead of schedule for an undisclosed injury where he missed most of spring. Okay, so the old uh, sounds like this is uh, this could miss a game or two. We'll see. Obviously, we'll see. That's what we're going to do. We're going to watch these things. They can't hide the games from us. Uh, well, they'd like to. They, they no, the SEC network would uh, would hate that. Yeah, that's right. Because then we then what do you do? Guys, sometimes stress, anxiety, or a bad day can affect performance and ruin a fun night. But BlueChew.com is here to the rescue. BlueChew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra or Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew is an online prescription service. No visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. The process is really simple. You go to bluechew.com. 
consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. And it's all done online. Blue Chew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. And you don't have any pills to swallow. Blue Chew's tablets are chewable. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA, and they prepare and ship direct so it's cheaper than the pharmacy. Here is the special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code BLEAVE at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your first month for free. At Joshua's Fine Jewelry, we specialize in getting you exactly what you want. Custom jewelry, professional repairs. We can even fix eyeglasses and other small trinkets. Now we offer services with a new laser engraving slash cutting machine. We can mark any shape or design you need. Company logos, fingerprints, religious symbols, even actual pictures can be engraved or just cut out into shape and preserved in metal forever. We can also engrave on other materials, glass, wood, plastic. Just ask. You can get what you want without settling for less. We can take any design or picture and turn it into a forever keepsake. Come see Nathan and let him tell you all the details. You can get exactly what you want at Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russellville. Core jewelry! Uh, Matt, I was laughing over here because Matt Nake in South Carolina uh, brought his joke book today. Um, if Julian Bosnick wins the Cy Young, will Arkansas claim him? <laughs> Oh, Matt, you are not allowed to say these things. I'm sorry. Okay. That is a five-minute – that's five no, 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 for fighting no, no, right no. there. It's a legitimate question. <laughs> I don't think Arkansas would claim him, but the SEC will. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. They'll bring him back as an SEC oh, legend yeah, he'll be an the SEC tournament. legend. Yeah, absolutely. He also says Julian Bosnick was a Razorback longer than Chad Morris owned a house in Fayetteville. Oh, no, no. Bosnick put out a post that said Razorback for life. Man, Matt in Aiken, South Carolina. It sounds like a scorned lover here, doesn't he? I mean, it's like he had, he had a lot invested in this kid, and he, he turned his back on him. Well, we got to apologize to Dustin. We just ruined Independence Day for him. That movie is 26 <laughs> years old. We do spoilers when it's uh, when it's that old. I'm sorry. Five days is the limit. That's right. And we are way past that. Yeah, a little bit. That's right. You didn't put in there, uh, and I know you always uh, – you hate getting flack for this, but outside looking in, um, mm-hmm. John Travolta in primary colors as presidents. And well, he was never the president. Oh, he was he just was, on he the, was the governor on the campaign trail. I see. If you, hey, baby, if you, you haven't seen Primary Colors, that is a movie worth watching. I may watch it tonight. Emma Sams is in that. Yeah, um, it's a great Travolta. One. Oh, it's great. It's a movie. great flick. I'm telling you. There are people down in Little Rock that don't like that movie very well, much. Well, imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like that at the Rose Law Firm. All right. Anyway, ah, good point from Be. Bill Pulliam would not have saved the world without Cousin Eddie uh, flying right up into <laughs> the spaceship. Right. So yeah, yes. you know any what? movie where Cousin Eddie saves the world is not a good movie. Yep. I'm you're, sorry. Now you're right. I got to take Pulliam off the pole. That's right. Get him out <laughs> he, of there. He's invalidated. Get him out. Get him out. All right. That's right. Randy Quaid. Oh my God. <laughs> it's it's Bill Pullman, Pull, by the way. I'm it's sorry. Not Pulliam. Sorry. Who Pullen. am I thinking of? You're thinking of uh, Washington State, I think. I don't know. What Something I'm like of. that. Sorry, Pullman. My Pullman. Bad. No. My bad. Pullman. I heard him I heard a long conversation with him. I can't remember if it was on um um Mark Marin, one of these podcasts. He's an interesting dude. He has a, he had had some good stories and stuff. I would go find the Bill Pullman 
podcast, wherever I found that, and uh, you could check it out sometime. Jason likes the Clinton impression. Thank you, baby. How you doing out there, everybody? Hey. We're here on the Ruskin and Zach show. Uh, now, picking games. Bray also coming back and saying that uh, Pullman fired the second missile, and that's how we knew that the uh, the virus had been uploaded into the spaceship. That's well, a good point. Yeah, he is the only president to actually get in a fighter jet that is true. in any of these movies. Well, they're, they're not just standing in the situation right, room. Right, right, right. Or as they call it, the sit room. Uh, yeah. JT is casting his vote for Michael Douglas uh, as the president and American president. Andrew Shepard. I love that movie. Great movie. Okay. Really yeah, good movie. That's good. That's good. Mostly because I have a thing for Annette Benning, but that's, <laughs> that's a whole different uh, that's a whole different show. Alrighty. All right. So um it's twenty seven after the hour here on Ruskin and Zach on ESPN Arkansas at hitthatline.com. Yes, Bill Pullman is in Spaceballs. Yes, yes we know. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. He's Lone Star. He's driving the Winnebago. <laughs> And barf. Yeah, he's totally, John Candy. He's totally. I mean, I'm, I'm, we're waving it off. Bill Pullman cannot be the greatest. Half man, half dog. I'm mug. my own best friend. He's a mug. <laughs> That's right. Oh, boy. He's eating out of that big bowl. <laughs> that movie cracks me up, man. One of Mel Brooks' uh, great ones. All right. Let's, yeah. get, let's get serious for a moment. Can we? Sure. Can we get serious for a moment? I wanted to talk about Vin Scully here today because I feel like anyone who talks into a microphone is, you know, at the least a little bummed out that there's no Vin Scully around anymore. And uh, he died yesterday at 94. It's it, it To me, we've had in the course of like this week, two people in sports die who no one questions their greatness. Bill Russell, no one's around to say, yeah, Bill Russell's overrated. He's overrated. Yeah, no. And no one questions Vin Scully. He is inarguably the greatest to ever do that job. And so you've heard all the highlights. You've heard, the, you know, you've heard Kirk Gibson. Maybe you've heard a no-hitter or two that he's called. But day in and day out, Vin Scully wasn't like that. So... In uh, around 2004, my aunt got me XM. And XM Radio, the big thing at that time, was they had all the baseball games on, all the radio broadcasts. And in the later years, Vin did the first three innings on radio and television, and then he threw it to Charlie Steiner and Rick Monday to do the rest of the radio broadcast, and Vin continued solo on television for the rest of the game, you know, Fox Prime Ticket or any number of different names that the Dodger TV network was. So if you timed out, and I worked, uh, you know, the night shift at the TV station. So if you timed it up right, you get a 9.05 first pitch. If you got your work done, or if you checked out a little early because you got your work done, you could get in the car, you could drive home, and you could listen to Vince Scully do some baseball play-by-play. And I did that many times. While I was working that shift in the mid 2000s, it was great. Incredibly versatile guy. Now I grew up a fan of the Boston Red Sox, and and Dick Stockton was kind of my Vin Scully growing up. But where I remember Vin Scully was doing NFL games on CBS in the late 70s, early 80s. He called the catch. Mm-hmm. He did a bunch of big games for CBS. That's where I was first introduced to Vin Scully. Amazing the thing, and he could do anything. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he was kind of that that jack of all trades. If CBS needed something, they could go to him, yeah. and they knew it. 
They did golf. Yep. Did the the skins game. It's terrific. For many years, uh, I think he even hosted some Masters coverage on, on CBS. But he's best known for baseball. Sure. And he's best known to me not about the highlights. And the highlights are great. But the storytelling is the thing. So in his last year, he was noticing that all these players had big beards. <laughs> and so being a curious person, he wanted to look into beards. And he got that into the game. And just listen how like the game is going on, and you know what's going on in the game, but you're also getting this story. I'm not going to do it now because there's two out and the base is empty. But sometime during the game, if you've been like the way I have been, looking at players with these big beards, I decided I'm going to do a little research on beards. So during the game, yeah, there's plenty of them around. We'll tell you a couple of stories as we go through it. Two down, second inning, no score. And first pitch, fastball, first right. First of all, they say way back to the dawn of humanity, beards evolved, number one, because ladies like them. And number two, it was the idea of frightening off adversaries and wild animals. There's the one strike pitch, swung on and missed strike two. In fact, it was so serious, if you look it up, there's a divine mandate for beards in Leviticus and Deuteronomy. All right. This went on. Of course it did, because he hit it. He didn't. He's not done yet. He's got more research. And then along came Alexander the Great. That's another story. Alexander the Great was not only great, but he also thought he was the greatest looking man in the world. Oh, absolutely. Stripling ready, delivers, <laughs> gets his fight. And Alexander the Great said, there is no reason to cover up my beautiful face with a beard. And so all of a sudden, it started to disappear. I love the idea that he felt he was so beautiful. One, one strike. Stripling ready, looks over at Norris, back to the hitter, and that's lined into left field for a base hit. Norris goes to second. So back-to-back base hits with two out, and the batter will be Adam Rosales. By the way, they never they tell you to never start a story with two outs. Never. And he said at the beginning, I'm not supposed to do this because there's two outs and nobody on. Only Vince Scully could get away with doing the story with two outs, and it all works out. Like, it all works out. Like, it always seemed like whenever he was telling a story and you'd get to the two-out mm-hmm. mark, like, he'd be done with the story and then the next pitch would be the out to end the inning. Like, it always worked out that way. It was bizarre. And if you ever listened to him on the radio, and, I mean, he was a one-man booth. Yes. He was doing it by himself. Yes. But then he could transition because he did NBC's Game of the Week for a couple of years uh, in the mid-'80s, and he's got Joe Garagiola who likes to talk. Yes. Uh, and he was the perfect play-by-play guy. He let Garagiola shine. Well, yes. Yes. And then he would immediately go back to the Dodgers booth, do his thing, and it, it was incredible. Yeah, absolutely incredible. Classic, not not giving you opinion, just here's what's – I am here to document the game. One ball, two strikes. I, here's I just, the pitch. I love it. The thing about Alexander the Great, 1-1 one, one pitch. That's right. <laughs> there's a single into right field. So, back to beards. Of course, you can't get through a beard story without talking about Abraham Lincoln. So this continued in this half inning. Here's the strike one pitch on the way. Stripling's pitch in the dirt. Throw down at Utley. Not in time. One ball and one strike to count. 
Then, of course, you come to Abraham Lincoln, who was clean-shaven, and a little 11-year-old girl named Grace Bedell. She said to Mr. Lincoln, if you would grow a beard, my daddy has a beard, and my mother will tease him to vote for you. So Abraham Lincoln grew a beard. <laughs> and, of course, that came up when uh, his chief rival said to him, you're two-faced. And Abraham Lincoln said, if I were two-faced, would I have the face that I'm wearing now? <laughs> so he answered him pretty well. Two and one account. <laughs> so there it is. Magnificent. Yeah, he just had all this stuff. He, he he accumulated little nuggets all the time. There's a video that the Television Academy did where they're up in the booth, and he's explaining how, and this was 20 years ago, and, but it's still the way to do it. He would find little articles, and just clip them out, put them in the media guide, and whenever you turn to that player, oh, here's a story about the you know his dad being his little league coach or whatever. So he had all this stuff collected. I mean, in the last eight months, we've lost two broadcasters who have changed how the business is run. We lost John Madden back in mm-hmm. December. I mean, he changed the, the analyst position in the NFL booth forever. And then you lose a guy like Vin Scully. And, uh, I mean, he's one of a kind. There isn't anybody that can do that. And if it weren't for the big partying days of Tom Brookshire and Pat Summerall, yeah. they broke that team up. They had to. Um it may have been Vince Scully and, and John Madden. They did work together they for, did. for a brief time. That yeah. first partner, I believe, at CBS was Vince Scully for John Madden. They switched him over to Pat Summerall, and, of course, the rest is history there. So, Vince Scully, just uh, it just the consummate broadcaster, and we'll never see the likes of him again. Nobody's close. No one will be close to being that. And it just sounds effortless, doesn't it? Yep. It's yeah, not it effortless. It's not effortless when you're watching four things at once in a split second and you've got notes everywhere. It's not effortless. It's phenomenal. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro... Cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. They say plants like music. Yeah, no, like really, they, they respond to the vibrations of it, which means that this playlist you're listening to, the plants are too. You know what else plants like? Organic soil from miracle Grow. It's made with all the best stuff like wood fiber and compost. Plus, it's Omri certified organic, which officially means it's made with superior ingredients. And when you give your plants the stuff that makes them happy, they won't judge you on your iffy playlist. Hear that, plants? So go ahead and give them miracle Grow.